0: Boom goes the dynamite. Welcome to another edition of the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. This, my friends, is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. We are live on 103.9 FM WYAB here locally in central Mississippi. We're streaming worldwide at WYAB.com as well as the TuneIn app and Alexa. Just search WYAB. If you miss any of the show, Want to go back and listen to it? It will be posted on the podcast here, usually within an hour of when we get out of here. We produce a third hour radio on Tuesdays with American for, for Americans for Prosperity. So sometimes it's uh, it's eleven o'clock getting up on Tuesdays, but neither here nor there. Podcast is always available. Just search Clay Edwards Show wherever you download podcasts, stream music, watch videos, audio books. Audible, all that stuff. Uh, we are we are back in YouTube jail for a week. They did not like my conversation yesterday about uh, about well, I, since I banned, you know, since I, since I can't post to YouTube for a week, I guess I can say it today. Which, which we ain't here to appease YouTube anyway. So to hell with them. You know, seventeen million people worldwide have died because of that vaccine, and uh, YouTube didn't like me talking about it. So, what do we do when? Far-left jobs don't like us talking about something, we talk about it more. But uh, we're not going to do that today. We have guests in the studio to discuss some other stuff today. Hey, real quick, tomorrow night, the big party, the second annual Clay Edwards show, Christmas extravaganza. It's not really an extravaganza. It's just going to be us hanging out, drinking, uh, shooting the breeze, eating dinner. But we'll call it an extravaganza because you know why? Because it sounds good. Uh, Burgers, Blues, Barbecue, Downtown Brandon, starting at 6 p.m., I think they close at 9, so it ain't going to be a late night, uh, it won't be a late night extravaganza anyway, but we're going to have a good time, over 100, 150 people showed up last year, so we had a blast, no band this year, just thought we'd all hang out, shoot the breeze, get to know one another, because I I think in this day and age, people are like, oh Clay, you're only throwing a party to uh, stroke your ego, or whatever, that's not true. I've been talking about we need to get together more often, Uh, we need to conversate with like-minded individuals we need to build a community and with all this deplatforming platforming and cancel culture and censorship online fake profiles anonymous people i think it's time to we, we start having events like this and we come out and we get to know one another get to meet like-minded individuals we don't all have to agree on everything we can put our differences aside for a day and get to know one another because it's your neighbors you're going to have to depend on when the crap hits the fan, and I firmly believe the crap is going to hit the fan between now and the swearing in of Donald J. Trump, January 20th, 2025. But, uh, so come out tomorrow night. Come party with us. Come meet some folks. Come meet some of our callers, some of our guests. I know Sean will be there. Uh, Kim Wade came last year. I'm not sure what his schedule is like this year. Hopefully we'll get to see Kim. Of course, I'll be there having a good time. You know, I've, I've been, I've been talking about, be an anti cancel culture, and I've said you know in my opinion, it's time to forgive Bud Light, especially on the local level, so and support our local distributor it was just not a paid advertisement. I don't think they'll ever dabble off into uh paid conservative or political influencers again, and that's fine, but hey, they're welcome to their uh, their checks cash um but they southern beverage. Some of my buddies over there have hooked us up with five cases of 16-ounce Ultras and five cases of 16-ounce Bud Lights. That's 300 beers. And uh, we're going to be selling them for the low, low. The 16-ounce bottles you're going to be able to buy for $2 a piece. And if you really want to save some money, you can get a bucket of six for $9. That's saving even three more bucks. So come on down, young son. Get you a discount on some cold beer and uh, come ha- come hang out. Tomorrow night, Burgers, Blues, Barbecue, second annual Clay Edwards Show Christmas party. Don't forget Burgers, Blues, Barbecue for your plate lunch today. All three locations, Madison, Brandon, and Flowood. Today's blue plate is fried pork chops and hamburger steak. You can grab breakfast at the Madison and Flowood location. A lot of talking nonstop without taking a breath here. Madison and Flowwood locations serve breakfast every day. Well, five days a week anyway. So get out there, check them out, and don't forget them for all your holiday party catering needs, whether it's five or 5,000 people. Burgers, Blues, barbecue got you taken care of. Check them out online, burgersblues.com. And don't forget, book their food trucks for all of your big events as well. All right. <clears throat> got all that out of the way. Sean. Uh, I was so used to Sean being in here. <laughs> Mike Watkins. What's up, brother? How's it going, man? Man, going good. We got Mike Watkins in the studio with Mississippi Independent Cannabis Association. Uh, Mike and I have been buddies for, it feels like forever. Mm-hmm. You know, but we've actually got to meet in person since I started doing the radio show. And uh, man, it, it's been fun to, 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 to be a part of the fight, at least from a peripheral anyway, on my end, of the medical marijuana or medical cannabis, however we want to say that, coming into Mississippi and watching what you and your team have done. And uh, you're still
1: fighting. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, first off, I, I appreciate you having us on. Um, you know, it's always a pleasure. Uh, I, I love what you're talking about with your party. You know, people forget the uh, the holidays are uh, a time of rejoicing and, and being thankful for what you have and, 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 and get ready for the new year. But for a lot of people, it's a difficult time. So, you know, coming together, reaching out to people, you know, having that sense of community, that's a good thing, man. Man, I had a fellow – Text
0: yesterday on the Guns and Gear text line. and He said, man, the holidays are rough on me. I don't really have any family and kind of alone because I may just go get a room at the Hard Rock. And that's great. I highly recommend doing that if that's what you need to do to decompress. But, you know, get out, man. If, if, if the holidays are going to be a little hard on you, you know, you ain't got somebody, come out and we'll make this your little unofficial Christmas gathering. You know, we, it's no it's no cover charge to get in. I ain't trying to make no money doing this. I just, one of them deals where I just want to get everybody together and have a good time, let you know that there's folks out there. Maybe, maybe you meet somebody, you can go, have an accountability
1: buddy, you know, meet somebody if you're having a hard time, you know, maybe you meet a new friend. I was in the military, and, uh, you know, you got a lot of holidays when you're not around family and friends, so we usually do a, a Island of Misfit Toys kind of Christmas or, you know, Thanksgiving or anything like that, like if you're not around and you know, or if you're not around family and you don't have anywhere to go, we usually you know kind of bring in a couple of strays and just have a good time.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, some people call it like a friendsmas and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, Absolutely,
1: I absolutely. think it's
0: more. I think the friendsgiving is the one is the one around Thanksgiving, but I, I dig that. Kind I think of that's stuff, almost man. become
1: one of those like semi holidays. I man, I see a lot of people doing the friendsgiving you know, you couple, know man, days after a the days
0: biggest party day of the year used to be the day before Thanksgiving, right? Man, I could throw a rock and not hit a person nowadays like it's like where did all the people go <laughs> on on friendsgiving like this used to be the day so that is my goal this upcoming year i told my girlfriend i said i'm throwing a a shindig the night before thanksgiving in 2024
1: there, there you go because everybody's in town yeah, assuming that it hadn't all devolved into chaos by then <laughs> you know well man again i i appreciate you letting me come in uh doing this you know uh, year in review for cannabis we've had a, a lot of really you know awesome things happen this year the program's been going pretty well Um, you know, I got a lot of numbers for all that, and then uh, kind of talk about what we're gonna we're gonna look at, you know, this year coming up legislatively, what we uh, what we hope to see. Uh, I saw your uh, your post about the um, you know intoxicating hemp uh, news conference that you know Lee Yancey and uh, Steve Hill and everybody. Oh, 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 about the gas station CBD stuff. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's a big part of what we're. What's going to be tackled this year? For you sure. You know,
0: I, I went and talked to. I know a guy that owns a uh, CBD slash cell phone slash cradle store, mm-hmm. and I just, I was talking to him about that. And you know, man, I'm not doubting that study, but one thing I know is just in, just from a simple business side of things, right? Why would you give somebody
1: thirty to forty percent more of something for no extra charge? Well, and you know, part part of what they're talking well. One, the companies that they're buying it from and stuff are marketing as this is compliant with the farm bill. This is compliant with, with everything federally uh, as far as that, because they're operating under a loophole. All right. Let, let, re, uh, pause. Explain what the farm bill is, because
0: I, I saw that and I'm not and I don't know.
1: Okay, so basically, what it is is it's uh, a it's the way that in 2018 the federal government came out with a. A set of laws and regulations that that defined hemp um, for industrial use, and in all of that um, for CBD production, for for clothes, for fibers, for you know, hempcrete, for all kind of you know for oil production, for all kind of different things that you can use uh, industrial hemp for. In that, there was a, uh, a loophole that allowed for intoxicating hemp, and because of that, that's your Delta
0: eights and all that Delta type H, stuff, your
1: THCAs. Which again, look D eight taca all the, the the loophole flour, all the loophole products in and of themselves they're phenomenal i mean they're great products uh you know it, they've been used you know for for hundreds and thousands of years the, the problem with it is the unregulated side of it that's where the the, the boogie come in that's where the you know the stories that are true uh that come in of a 14 year old going to a gas station coming back out getting something that It's literally named White Rhino because these guys market it. It'll knock a rhino down. You know, you got these guys in the stores. Oh, to kill a rhino, to kill a rhino. Why does my 14-year-old need something that can kick a rhino's ass? Yeah. Pardon my language.
0: No, no, you're you're fine. I think there's a couple words we're allowed to say. Um, (laughs) You know, look, I've been a huge public proponent of of Kratom. And then just just leave it alone. But I will say, you know, as you get – to look at things and do this for a couple of years and you get kind of a 30,000 foot view and you start peeling the onion back and a man, I can't believe these words are going to come out of my mouth. I'm not against some regulation on on, on this stuff. I, I think if, it, if if it's nothing else other than just making sure that it's what it says.
1: Absolutely. And it's unadulterated. Well, so we've, we've been lucky enough. Um, we've done some, um, some work with Mississippi of Narcotics, Public Safety Highway Patrol, uh, Jackson Police, their uh, their task force. Um, and, you know, their concern is that they don't know what's what. They would like a clear path of operation, but because there's so much gray area, if we define it in our law and we, we allow for a legal pathway for testing, bringing in solid products, allowing for 21 and up because you can't, just like with gun laws, you can't make it illegal because it's federally legal. Uh, but places like California, who choose to do so, can restrict the heck out of it. Or places like Mississippi, with guns, you know, we obviously have our laws. So the same thing. I, I believe in. A, I believe in a happy medium. I'm sure a small government guy. I'm not. A, I'm not a big fan of overregulation. Sure. And and, and that's what we deal with in, in cannabis because I feel like there's so much confusion between the federal and state laws. But you know, when has Mississippi ever cared what the federal government thought? You know, we, we kind of do our own thing down here.
0: Let's, uh, let's take a break on that thought right there. I got Mike Watkins in the studio with me, Mississippi Independent Cannabis Association. Uh, we're going to do a year in review, Mississippi cannabis industry here on the show this morning. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM, W-Y-A-B. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This is... Segment brought to you by our friends at A1 Gear and Auto. Man, go see Justin and the team today right there on Highway 49 South in Florence for all of your automotive repair needs. Now, look, they're not European car specialists. They're ring and pinion and gear specialists, what they really specialize in. I'm going to give you a little anecdotal uh, story here. A friend of ours bought a pre-owned BMW for their child the other day. I know I told the story the other day, but if if you weren't listening, you are now a friend bought a pre-owned BMW, same mistake I made. I know him, and I know better too. As a as a being in the car business, but neither here nor there, your, your daughter wants a, a convertible, you you get blinded by satisfying your child. Uh, and this person had a bunch of sensors on. They took it to the manufacturer or to the dealership. And it was going to be, let's just use round numbers here. I don't know if these are the actual numbers, but they, let's say it was going to be $3,000 to get the to get the lights cleared and get the sensor corrected. They took it they called us and was like, you know, doesn't Clay know a, a mechanic? We sent them over to Justin at A1 Gear and Auto. And the, the girl called back so excited. She was dang near in tears. She saved almost 50% to get the same problem taken care of over at A1 Gear and Auto as it was going to cost at the BMW store. Look, I've been sending my family's cars over there, my own personal car over there. They can get you taken care of. Like I said, what they specialize in, whether it's brakes, your check engine light, or anything else, they also specialize in the ring and pinion, and uh, trust me, you may not know what your ring and pinion does, but you'll know when it doesn't do it, because you'll be sitting on the side of the road. Why is it in drive and won't go? And you know, It's not your transmission. you know. <laughs> anyway, you get a wobble, something like that. Anyway, you'll find out when it's your ring and pinion real quick, because uh, most people are going to refer you to a specialist, and A1 Gear and Auto is going to be that specialist they refer you to. So uh, check them out today. Let them get you taken care of. If you've got a last-minute holiday road trip, anything like that. Let them check your car out, all that stuff. Get in touch with Justin and the team. you, know, you They'll get it diagnosed right the first time. You're going to be able to most likely afford to get it fixed. And they're going to be quick. I, I don't know what else you could ask for uh, when getting your car worked on. So it's right there, Highway 49 South in Florence. Big white building, big red sign, A1 gear, and auto. In the studio with me this morning, in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios, we've got Mike Watkins, we're discussing medical marijuana industry. We're discussing uh Kratom and gas stations, uh C B D and gas stations, uh regulation, all that stuff. If you guys have any questions about any of this, the phone lines are wide open. I'm sure Mike don't mind taking any calls. Six oh one, six oh one eight seven nine zero 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 two. I just asked if we try to stay on topic today. Um, you know, any, anything kinda under this umbrella. I'm good with. I don't want to dive off into political stuff with Mike this morning. The uh, Guns and Gear text line, 769 241 1944. 769 241 1944. And you ask and you shall receive. Here is a phone call. Awesome. Hey, good morning. You're on there.
2: Clay, my name is Anthony. Um, I just have a question for your guest there. Sure. I work for a company. That is has a zero tolerance for any kind of controlled substance. Um, I can't even use the hand cream, that, the non consumables, over the counter stuff. I actually qualify for a medical cannabis card, but because I work for a company that does not allow it, I can't can't even use it. My HR director told me once they have a a testing method where they can test the levels in your system that it will always be that way until the federal government accepts it as a legal use product. Is there anything in the future that will possibly, where you can be tested to have your levels checked? That's a great question. make this available for the, the working man, you know?
1: Brother, what was your name again? anthony anthony man that was a that's a phenomenal question um we're actually dealing with that right now uh with a few people uh actually i'm sure more than more than you know if if i'm hearing about as many as i'm hearing about i'm sure there are thousands more that have the same question Well, this is one of the first questions i
0: proposed you know when we started talking about this is
1: how do you weave around uh work regulations well, so that, that's super, okay, so, so, to, so to break into it, uh, yeah, in the future, we like to see some movement on this, okay? So what we're, what we're hoping to do with our organization, one of the things we're pushing for legislatively this year is a patient bill of rights. Um, it seems that cannabis is the only, you know, prescription, you know, medically, you know, because uh, we're not going through a pharmacy, so it's not prescribed, but a medically recommended treatment. Uh, and and substance that could be discriminated against. I can't fire you unless you're openly intoxicated. I can't fire you for your Xanax prescription or you know, for your opioid prescription or for, for things like that. The the catch 22 comes in when you're operating heavy machinery and things like that where well, you can't operate and have any medications. yeah, so, and, and I, was so saying, I, don't I don't want a driver.
0: I don't want a forklift driver driving around a, a furniture store warehouse. Um
1: Intoxicated on anything? Absolutely, and, and I'm not advocating for anybody operating anything, you know. Or, or but the gray going area work, is you know hammered off of any intoxicated off of any. Well,
0: the the gray area is I can go home tonight, get drunk, absolutely, and show up tomorrow with a hangover and pass any kind of test I need to pass. Marijuana, same thing. I can go home tonight, get high, and I'm not high when I wake up tomorrow morning. But those, if I got sent for a drug test, it's going to be in my system. Being in my system and being uh, intoxicated. Are two completely different things, and I think that's where they're going to have to figure out how to test for high now yeah, I mean, versus at, in my
2: system. Look at cocaine, <laughs>
1: absolutely. You
2: know, cocaine is out of your system in no time.
1: Well, and it doesn't even like register in your system for several hours anyway. So you could, you know, snort cocaine; and it would be, it could take up to a couple hours before it registers. Interesting, de- depending on the test. Blood tests, I think, is a lot quicker, obviously, but you know, a urine test, it would take several hours.
0: Anthony, do you have any more questions on that, brother? We'll actually, we'll, we'll, I'm going to hang up if you're done, and we'll actually talk about that.
1: All right, thank you so
0: much. I appreciate you listening this morning. Thank you, brother. Yes,
1: sir. So, so to go into, the, you have the difference between private business and, and the government business. So the legislature did not want to force businesses to have to allow it if it went against their political or, or religious beliefs or, it's or anything. the same thing with the like vaccine, that. right? Uh, you know, because that's what it boils down to. Do we have the, the, the option to put in our, our bodies you know, what we choose or don't?
0: Like, force you know. employers to either not test or to test. I mean, let me let me take it back to the vaccine. To force employers to make everybody get a vaccine or to tell them you can't let everybody get a vaccine. Uh, the libertarian stance on this one is kind of interesting versus kind of the conservative America First stance is the libertarian stance is you can't tell a business what to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, like even whether we like it or not. The con- kind of conservative MAGA America First stance is Force these businesses to not be able to tell me I have to take a medical procedure, and, which and again, is kind of the same thing on this, right?
1: Well, and then you also go back and especially with that, you go back into the, the difference between state and federal, yeah. And that's what makes this a little bit more complicated, you know. Not, it shouldn't be, you know. We get to choose or not choose what we put in our bodies, but and again, as a private business, you should be able to relatively, uh, as long as your you know practices aren't extremely discriminatory. Should be able to hire and fire within you know reason.
0: And by the way, on on, on Xanax, you can still and, and opioids and all that. If you're not prescribed it, and you get sent for a drug test, absolutely,
1: you can still be fired for it. So absolutely. I, so and the I, same with cannabis. If you're not yeah. if you don't have a medical cannabis card, if you're not participating in the program, and you just say no, no, I got me a card in another state, you know, yeah. that, that happens. Now, yeah, so I mean, so that, to me, that's kind of the. I
0: don't, <coughs> I, I don't guess you should be able to force employers to have to abide by anything if they if, if that's their rules. I don't agree with it, obviously, but, but I do Freedom.
1: So here's, here's where we're just hoping to see some movement this year, uh, and this is the question that we're going to pose to some legislatures, is that since Mississippi made cannabis legal in a medical program, they allow for a legal pathway for it. They've allowed for the medical protections at a baseline that they have to under HIPAA, and they've allowed for uh, the regulation and everything of this. And they oversee the program themselves. Why can't state employees participate? Because again, we're not talking about private business here. I'm talking about the state. The state has a lot smaller of a threshold. The state doesn't have religious beliefs. The state doesn't have this. The state doesn't have that. It's the state, it administrates all this stuff. So if you're, let's say, you know, didn't, not working for, you know, don't have a car. There's not that liability. Not law enforcement. Well, and even law enforcement, you know, there are certain states that have figured this out. And, you know, Oregon's no different. They're still a state. You know, uh, Washington State's no different. They're still a state. But they've allowed for their first responders and police officers to get a medical card and use off-duty. I would think,
0: I'm just kind of throwing this out there. With a lot of the stress, and I'll just speak from the law enforcement standpoint, not yes. that I'm a law enforcement, but just kind of it through because I have a lot of these conversations. I would think from a law enforcement standpoint, you know, being able to decompress yes. uh, with, a, not with like, you know, the anxiety, the PTSD that comes with just the daily PTSD that comes with being a law enforcement officer, I would think this could be beneficial.
1: Well, not every law enforcement officer uses their weapon, but every law enforcement officer sees people on their worst day. Yeah. You know, and then same thing for first responders. Um, you know, we go through, I I was a paramedic, uh, and I was paramedic in the army. Uh, so again, not law enforcement, but I've seen some, some really bad days and it it takes its toll. And, you know, you put somebody on, on addictive, uh, very, you know, can be toxic to the liver pharmaceuticals. And I'm not saying they don't have their place, but the amount and volume and and frequency in which they prescribe those is just ungodly. Well, you need it
0: for breakthrough pain. Yeah, absolutely. No breakthrough pain relief, should I say, but long-term pain management I believe there's a better way
1: I do too and I believe there's a and I believe that's way. why this is here yes you know? absolutely I believe there's a and, and you know here's the other thing you know there's there's hundreds of millions of people across the world all, every day that use you know narcotics in some form successfully they're not breaking into houses they're not killing people they're not robbing folks um you know those things are already illegal uh, I, I'm a firm believer that you know that if uh, a person can handle themselves then you know who's who it my business to tell, say what they could do
0: all right, we got Mike Watkins in a studio with Mississippi Independent Cannabis Alliance. Is that right? Association. Association. Sorry, I didn't have it pulled up on the screen here. You good, brother? Um, look, any questions? I'm loving this. I think we can really peel the onion back this morning. 601 879 0002 is the phone line. The Guns and Gear text line, and we've already got some texts. We'll get them when we get back from the break. 769 241 1944. James, I see your text. We'll be right back with Mike Watkins. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment brought to you by our friends over at Reliable Rental Equipment, right there in Jackson, guys. It's getting close to Christmas. If you're like me, you've waited to the last minute. You're either giving you either giving the kids cash or coal at this point. You've just like me. You waited to the last minute. Don't wait. Get over to Reliable Rental Equipment and get them kids one of these Massimo Forerunners, Forerunners, four <laughs> wheelers i want a forerunner under my tree yeah, <laughs> it's like right. it's like the one it's like the one vehicle i've always wanted to own as far as like the newer body style i've had three or four forerunners but like my next vehicle it will be a forerunner uh like a 12 13 and up that body style anyway i digress um get over there get them one of these awesome massimo four-wheelers side by sides or golf carts from reliable rental equipment they will be so excited to have this thing under the tree or in the driveway or in the garage wherever get them out have, have a good time uh just imagine seeing that smile on your kids face when they walk outside and they see that thing there they're awesome you can check them out on their facebook page reliable rental equipment ms.com or just same same search on facebook they're reliable rental equipment ms but hey look man obviously they're way more than just uh christmas toys for your kids if you got any heavy rental equipment needs or really uh rental uh, rental equipment period they got side by side not side by side they got zero turn x mark mowers you can rent or buy of course you can rent skid steers tractors tractor attachments lifts including scissor telehandler articulating boom towable electric boom forklifts ride right on or stand on, need a rollback dumpster, you got to clear some land out, maybe clearing out an old house. I know a lot of you guys flip houses out there. And uh, sometimes you end up buying a house that is already loaded down with a bunch of stuff that you need to get out of there. Get a rollback dumpster. Hey, here's the other thing. It's been really hard to find employees to help clean these, Uh, to help do this kind of work. They can provide uh, day labor as well. Don't know how to operate a dump truck, a dump truck, a bulldozer, or any of this heavy equipment. You can also uh, rent a uh, rent a uh, operator at a daily rate from Reliable Rental Equipment. <clears throat> so get over there, check them out. Start on the website. Give Brad Patrick a shout over there. That's my boy. Reliable Rental Equipment located right there on Meadowbrook Road in Jackson. Amazing new facility. Uh, all you folks that love to support Jackson and want to support businesses that that are built in Jackson, get over there and support these guys, man, because they went over there cleared off a bunch of old buildings, built a big, brand-new, massive facility, looks gorgeous, going to be the anchor of that of that neighborhood over there. So check them out, Reliable Rental Equipment. Mike Watkins, let's take a call. Hey, good morning, you're on there.
2: All right, man, i got a question. Um, so if, if Joe Biden didn't do but one good thing in his whole deal, if he would just pass cannabis federally, wouldn't that not just take away all the BS? Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: I've been saying that for the last three years. If you don't do nothing else, I mean, I, I thought Trump should have done it. You
1: know? You know, he doesn't even have to legalize it. All they have to do is deschedule it. And they're already looking at it, HHS, and it's going to uh, 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 DEA right now. But It's if they, a matter
2: of reschedule, is it not?
1: Yeah, if they reschedule it to a Schedule 3, then you completely remove the Second Amendment issues and any kind of federal, really anything, insurance, banking, it all comes crashing down at that point. Um, so it, I
2: fall in the same category with the caller previously, but, like, I have to take DOT physicals. And if you got to take anything DOT, then you're automatic, you know. Well, and,
1: and that's – I wanted to get back into that. I'm glad you brought it up. So that's one thing that we're wanting to do. You know, barring barring anything with, you know, operating a motor vehicle or, or law enforcement necessarily where you're, where you're in a patrolman holding a gun position. So any administrative or – or, you know, like a maintenance crew or, you know, some school administrator or something like that, want to make sure that we can ask the the state to allow for it. Because if the state's saying that this is legal, this is a program that we're administrating, it doesn't seem fair that the state can uh, discriminate against that. So we would like to see possibly some movement there. And if they can start allowing for some of the more clear-cut cases where it's not an issue – then maybe we can start working on some of the nuance on the more important cases. And if the state changes its tune, like other states have, have done previously, uh, you know, out west, and, and, you know, if we can get that to happen, then hopefully that can influence private businesses to follow suit. Because if the government doesn't care at that point or, or allows for that to happen under medical rights, then what's a private business to say, you know, is different. That's All
2: right, guys, I appreciate you, man.
1: Absolutely. Thank you, brother.
2: Uh let's
0: let's circle back that's a great question. Uh, it really is. Let's circle back to the testing and uh wrap up that question. Absolutely. You were saying there's some things y'all are working on.
1: Yeah, there's uh in, in other states there's a saliva test and then there's a uh a retina test. Um a retina test uh is, is a little bit more uh, I believe they just made that inadmissible in some states. The, the, the thought process is not just if it's present in your system because it's stored, you know, depending on who you are and your metabolism, cannabis can be stored in your system for a few days to up to a month, maybe even longer. So it's not about it being present in your system, it's about are you actively intoxicated from that substance? Is it is it impairing your judgment, vision, things like that? So that's, that's what's a little bit harder to pinpoint. And because of that, it's not as easy as taking a breathalyzer and understanding. Oh well, Tommy had three three too many beers, and we got to lock him up for the next eight hours because um, he shouldn't have been driving his pickup truck. It's 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 a little bit more complicated than that because you can't figure it out. And tolerance that's the other thing. Tolerance plays so much of a of a, of a, a hand in cannabis. Um, somebody like me, I'm a. I'm an extremely high tolerance, an extremely large dose user. I, I take probably about 600 milligrams a day or more. Uh, if somebody else took more than six milligrams, they would probably be asleep. You know? So, so in 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 street terms, yeah. 600
0: milligrams. How uh, how many? How much is that?
1: That's six. Like, is that entire, a half an ounce. I mean, so for a pack of gummies, that 100 milligram pack of gummies, that's six entire packs. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So rolling yeah well and that's why higher dose gummies that's a you know we'll get into that later uh higher dose gummies you know i have to eat less sugar so it it helps you know when you have a you know 50 or 100 milligram i can eat that throughout the day a couple of those and you know if i have to eat an entire pack of gummies you know mississippi's not a we're we're kind of a larger state as far as weight goes oh yeah
0: hey look and and you some of you guys or girls maybe listening to this and aren't familiar with mike he's been on the show a few times mike's a, a vet Who was taking how many prescription (laughs) pills a day?
1: Yeah, so um, I was taking about between four and 600, depending on which doctor and which month. But uh, over a 10-year period, yeah. 600 pills a month, give or take? Something like that.
0: And medical marijuana, or marijuana,
1: medical now, (laughs) uh, recreational initially, you know, marijuana saved your life. Absolutely, man. I was in Oregon in uh, 2008 when the economy went to trash, and uh, they fixed the GI Bill, so I went to school out there for culinary school. And uh, got on the medical program out there, and within nine months, roughly uh, I got off all my pills uh, stopped taking even Tylenol for pain. Uh, my back's messed up ankle've got, i 've got a lot of you know <laughs> those army years are a little harder on you yeah. um, so anyway but uh and, and then i 've got my ptsd i 've got a brain injury um, i 've got Tourettes so i 'm a neurological salad you know joke I make, but it's um you know cannabis has allowed for my brain to work in a different way um, and it allows. When you're taking, you know, a dozen different pharmaceuticals, well, you've got your three or four that are dealing with the, the actual issues you've got. Then you've got another three, four, five, possibly, to deal with the side effects from those first three or four. You know, so so you've gone from all that, yes, to just to just your medical cannabis. medical cannabis. I don't take anything stronger than the Tylenol right now.
0: You know, medical cannabis is is proving out to be kind of like the the keto diet of the medicine world. Because like, like and I mean that as a compliment, uh, like the, key, the keto diet is <coughs> a lot of studies showing that. It, not to go down this rabbit hole, but just to make an analogy here, the keto diet shows that once you get all those sugars out of your body, shows to
1: magically starts curing things. Well, you know, uh, and, and I know and medical, marijuana from. ain't curing,
0: but it's it's curing an addiction.
1: Well, and and, you know, and it's funny you bring that up. So, in a lot of states, they actually allow for cannabis to be uh, a qualifying condition or a qualifying condition for cannabis use to be uh, uh, addiction management. Yeah. You know, people who are on opioids trying to get off, people who are on colitopin, Xanax, especially with colitopin, Xanax, it's that and alcohol getting off those two drugs uh, and those families of drugs. You can go into seizures, you can actually pass away from withdrawals from those drugs. So taking cannabis, high-dose CBD, high dose CBD um, low THC, uh, a proper, you know, terpene profile to, to kind of dial that in. You know, taking that uh, instead of a lot of other things can help you with, through your withdrawals, and it'll keep you from getting on narcotic dependence. Good stuff. Let's hit
0: some rapid fire on the Guns of Gear text line. Awesome. Quick. Steven says, just, uh, they just lowered the amount of THC the gummies can have. Can't be higher than 10 milligram right now. It's BS.
1: Is that- I, I do agree. That's kind of what I was talking about. You know, you got somebody like me who takes a higher milligram. Um, so you have to ingest a lot of sugar, uh, fillers, pectin, things like that. Um, but, yeah, so here's the way around uh, that's uh, that they've been allowing for. So that's a serving size. So you can still get your 200, 300, 600 milligram, your whatever your allotment is. You can still get a larger bag of gummies. The serving size itself can't be more than 10 milligrams. So which I think you're gonna see is is a lot of companies trying to go to a smaller individual serving size gummy so you're not having to ingest all that sugar and all those additives. Yeah. But still allow for a larger pack. Interesting. Yeah. Um I, so Anthony
0: says Oh, this is Anthony that called in. He goes, Hey, I just called in a few minutes ago and asked a question. I just wanted it noted that I have never touched cannabis a day in my life, but when you're hunt when you're hurting you will smoke a cat turd if you think it will help you feel better. Thank you, awesome show. Well, you <laughs> I know, appreciate and, and, and and that's the thing. There's a lot of people, you know, and and my one of the reasons I talk about this so much on my show and why I've rolled out the platform for the, the rolled out the red carpet to my platform for people who want to talk about this stuff is I think there's a lot of people out there that I think it's been painted as a boogeyman for so long, right? Right. You know, like, and I'm not saying it had to be. I openly say it was the gateway drug for me when I was young, started smoking pot, and then so on and so forth. But it, I always say it ain't the pot's fault. It was the it was the fear they created about the pot. And then I did it, and I didn't die right there on the spot. I'm like, oh, well, everything they've ever said about drugs is a lie. Did so you that's why it was a gateway. Before
1: you ever smoked a joint, no, you never smoked cigarette. Good, nope. good for you. Good for never you.
0: smoked a cigarette in my life. I mean, I've lit a few for people over the years. You know, like like, like my cigarette, but. Yeah, I've never never smoked one.
1: Well, it's interesting, and I, I'll get back into this, but even Doctor Edney with the State of Board of Health, just to talk about how the the mindsets changed, he'll he'll talk talk about, and he'll t- be one of the first ones to tell you that he believes that nicotine is the true gateway drug, that that's the one that gets more people hooked on that kind of process mm-hmm. uh, than anything else. So, no, yeah. well, I can see that. I mean, you're used to doing, you know,
0: the the hand motion,
1: yeah, absolutely, and then of course
0: the addiction. You're like. But it's, it's not to get too deep into this. It's kind of like cocaine and meth. They are not the same thing, yeah. but they're typically consumed the same way and they look similar. So it's like one typically leads to the other. I uh, can see where smoking cigarettes would lead to smoking a, a joint. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, let's take a break, come back, land the plane for hour one. We'll try to wrap up a few quick questions on the other side of this break from the text line. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We got Mike Watkins here in the studio with us with the Mississippi Independent Cannabis Absolutely. Association. Absolutely. Got it right this time? Yes, sir. Hey, real let's do a little rapid fire. Guns and gear text line. Uh when the when the when the folks text, I like to get them answered when we can. Uh Blake says, My question slash issue with the medical marijuana is this. How easy is it to get your card? I'm not saying I'm against it, but I feel like it should only be for people who actually need it long-term and not just because they stubbed their toe. I feel like it should be a thorough check to make sure they're actually in pain. Blake, I can actually answer this one. It's not easy, and they're not giving it to you for stubbing your toe. Absolutely. Now, I'm not saying there ain't a rogue doctor out there, this, that, and the other, work, you know, hustling the system, uh, the same way a lot of them did with pain meds. I'm not saying that doesn't exist I'm just saying that um, stub toe is not is not one of the qualifiers.
1: No, and, and pain is listed. Chronic pain is listed on there. And I want to, you know, I think that people think, oh well, chronic pain. I stub my toe, or I, you know, have a toothache. No, that's absolutely not. That is a that is an issue of pain in that moment. That is not a you have had a broken bone, a uh, bad car wreck, played football, have back issues, a bad pregnancy, things like that. You're
0: more likely to get a to get a to get 10, 10 sets yes. for that kind of pain, not, not medical marijuana but to get medical marijuana for pain. I'm assuming it is like legit, uh, cancer, stuff of that nature and like really debilitating, uh, pain.
1: It, it is. But I mean, in the same respect though, I mean, it's, um, it, it is an alternative to opioids. Uh, and I, and I think people, you know, kind of forget that, but instead of, you know, taking a fistful of opioids, cause a lot of us, you know, that just throws you off. Um,
0: uh, we got about we got about ten seconds here. Um, I, we can pick this up on the second hour. You know, I, I'll say this too. I, once they give you a prescription, it's not just a one month prescription. I mean, it is a you're in mm-hmm. once you get it. So that's why they want to make sure it's for pain management, not for instantaneous hurt now done in a week type pain. We'll be Absolutely. right back with Mike Watkins. Back into the free range human show, of choice your daily dose of reality radio. This is hour two of the Clay Edwards show here on one hundred three point nine FM WYAB. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Men's Health of Mississippi, guys. We had their big open house last week. Saw a lot of folks in and out of there all day. Cool deal. I got hooked up to the Meosculp machine. I left with a six pack of abs. It's good to go. You need to get out there, let them test your testosterone levels. They're doing that for free this month. That's right, free. I saw a study while I dig up the number for you to text. I saw a study the other day that shows where Democrat men who are getting on testosterone are turning into conservatives and I'm not making I'm not making this up. It's you know sometimes you got to be like not the onion. This is one of those not the onion things. Um so democrat men, if you want to stay democrat, don't do it. Uh democrat men who, you know, want to see what it's like to see, to be on the other side. Come on over to the dark side. Maybe testosterone is the answer for you. You know, I can't confirm or deny. Uh but look, text those guys over there. I'm pulling the number up. Y'all bear with me. I should have had this ready. Uh text men's health Mississippi. You can always go on their website men'shealthms.com, schedule your appointment there. But uh, they're doing free testosterone level checks uh, to see if you qualify for testosterone. I'll tell you what, man. I'm glad I've started having this conversation because I've been getting so many calls from people who are like, Clay, I got a question about this. Who do I need to talk to? Um, I appreciate you talking about this stuff because it's something that I that I am concerned about. So, I man, guys, I have um, apparently misplaced the, the text number. But I, I'll get it and give it out to you here before I get out of here today. But look again. The website menshealthms.com. That's Men's Health of Mississippi. Get your levels checked today. Mike and I were talking about it, Mike, Mike, hope you don't mind me. No, absolutely mentioning this. One of the one of the things that doesn't get mentioned a whole lot when we talk about all the benefits of testosterone. And this, you would say that's it's natural. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, it's, it's something your body made, So you know, replicating that, replicating that isn't a bad thing. It is the, clair, the mental
1: clarity. Absolutely, man. I, I was very shocked at, like, how much the, you know, because they warn you, oh, well, you know, roid rage, you, you, you associate anger with testosterone, things yeah. like that, toxic masculinity, all that fun stuff. But <laughs> no, um, so, but the the reality is uh, I found myself in stressful situations uh, being more level-headed and having that extra, you know, half a second and deeper breath of, okay, well, let's think this through a little bit more. Let's not react. Let's be calmer. Let's really kinda kinda work through and focus on what we're trying to do.
0: Let me ask you this. Um being obviously you, you, you consume a lot of THC. Got- Pe- people would say that would actually make you not think clearly. You know, just the myths and let or you know and whatnot no, absolutely. say oh, that's gonna cloud your judgment. Absolutely. Do you see an offsetting of the of that with
1: the testosterone? So I would I would challenge anybody to see me off of cannabis, uh, to see the difference, uh, to see. So, and, and I have, so a little bit back to my story, I, I was clean of every substance, uh, anything for over five years. Um, didn't touch a drink, didn't touch, uh, you know, any, any, pharmaceuticals, like I said, nothing stronger than the Tylenol, not even cannabis. Uh, so with that, uh, with my head injury, with my PTSD, uh, there's a level that therapy, uh, can get me to, but there are certain things that are wired into who I am and the way that I react to things, you know, a car in a stressful situation. There are, are mechanisms in my brain from my PTSD from being in combat that just click in. I can't control nightmares, things like that. Um, there are just parts of it that no matter how in tune and how well my life's going, that it, it's just always gonna be a part of who I am. Um, so with that being said, there, there are aspects of that that even with the best of, the, you know, the, the, me working out, me, you know, reading my meditations, me praying, me, you know, being an active father, an active business partner, an active participant in my own success, even with all of that hard work that I put in, there's a level that I just have a very difficult time overcoming because of the way that the brain damage and everything is. So with that being said... You know, I tried the, the, the small, dose when I got, you know, after my being clean for about five years, I tried a small dose, Kaleidopin, Xanax, regimen with my pharmacy, you know, with my, my doctor under that care. And after about three, five month three to five months of that, my wife and I talked about it and was like, yeah, I, I cannot do that. It rewired my brain. My serotonin levels were, were dipping. I was just, you know, an asshole in the mornings <laughs> before I would take it and very dependent. It was, uh, it would, it would mess my body chemistry up. Um, yeah, and that's when you made the shift to the to medical cannabis. Uh, absolutely, well, I mean, obviously at the time, unfortunately, it wasn't wasn't legal legal. So I was starting to do some of the the the, the THC eight uh, delta eight sorry THC A and delta eight products and things like that. And then when fought real hard to get this law passed and, and helped with a lot of a lot of really good people to get that done. So
0: let's see here. Oh, real quick, I did find the text number for Men's Health in Mississippi. If you to if you'll just text free T. Text free to 601 327 they'll get you an appointment scheduled and you'll go in there and you'll do just that you'll get your testosterone levels checked for free zero commitment find out if uh, you qualify for testosterone replacement therapy and hey guys look you may be thinking to yourself I'm clam only 30 years old I don't need it hey you may mm-hmm. you may with uh and that's the whole thing about why the testosterone testosterone becomes so popular and why more and more people are qualifying for it is because of all these plastics and all this stuff we consume that is lowering our testosterone f- from an earlier age. Uh,
1: they, so by the time you're 30, you can be tapped out. It's a big issue for veterans, too. All the explosions and injuries that we go through uh, actually affect our brains in a different way. We stop producing testosterone. So you can have a 25-year-old who got back from a combat tour Whose testosterone is that of a, probably a forty-five-year-old man? Wow, yeah, that's interesting.
0: Yeah, look, look I'm just, I, I'm a huge proponent of this. I'm a huge proponent of medical marijuana, even though it's something I don't partake in. I, I, I can just look at something and say, okay, there's benefits here.
1: Well, and there are bigger fish out there. That, that there are bigger boogeymen out there. You know, in the grand scheme of things,
0: fentanyl, open borders. Yes, I can go on and on and on. Well, the kind of one goes with the other on that hand. Yeah, true, true that. <laughs> uh, on the guns and your text line, Bobcat says. If testosterone makes you more conservative, when is it going to start working on Sean? <laughs> we're, we're, we're getting there. Hey, and Sean's a Marine
1: now. Let's let's let's, let's yeah. remember that he's fought. You know, he's a, he's a good guy. So
0: Sean has a delusional opinion on what being a liberal is. He's he just he's so dead set on everybody getting free health care that it blinds him. Of, of everything
1: else. I think Sean's that Bill Maher type liberal that, you know, uh, didn't evolve with the rest of them and has got kind of yeah. a classic sense of it, but uh but I mean, that's doesn't it. speak for all of them. I mean, well, we talk about
0: this a lot. Tim Poole on his podcast brought this up one day. He said I, people call him a, a right wing now. He's like, I, I've never changed. He's like, I'm the same guy I was 10 years ago. Right. The the left moved so far left. That if you didn't move with it, now you're right of center. Absolutely, absolutely. And I believe that's happening to a lot of a lot of lefties. Yeah. You know, they're kind of stuck right of center, but the name because they changed the yeah. so the
1: party did well. And we're talking about that. Most of the seventy percent in the middle that's not right or left, or at least maybe leans that way. Mm-hmm. We, we can actually work together to get a lot of this stuff done. I think that's what cannabis showed with seventy four percent of the vote is yeah. that most of us can agree on a single issue. It's the politicians that kind of get in the way sometimes.
0: Yeah, and hopefully. Uh, and I, I know that i'm i'm a i'm a black pillar i'm very you know doomsday here for the next year because i just think
1: all, all well growth, they're gonna make us think that i don't think it's yeah. nearly as, as doomsday as they're gonna try to make it out to be you know yeah. we've got a lot more in common than we do apart
0: if we can get through this next year i think we're gonna end up back in the middle somewhere yep. I, yeah i really I, do I really do uh real quick man let me clear up the guns and gear text line and we will go to uh your year in review uh, James text in. He goes. Here's the problem with the medical marijuana: 199 to doctor in January, 25 to state that day. Six months later, 179 to doctor. I'm opting out. Too expensive to be legal. I guess just saying maybe the the, the upfront expense is too much for him. I,
1: yeah, no, it is. It can be. It can be daunting. You know, uh, my first one was. And it's it was, expensive as well, right? Yeah. Um, there, I would say to that shop around. Uh, now there are advertising restrictions and things like that, so it's difficult. Uh, you know the state has state has a uh, a portal. The um, right, Mississippi Cana patient. We're getting some stuff out. Uh, 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 local Leaf is a is a great app. Uh, it's a couple of JSU grads. Um, they. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I forget you told me about that. Yeah, absolutely. So you can find doctors on that. But I'd say local shop, leaf. Sh- local leaf. I'd say shop around. Um, you know my doctor Fred Kinsey here in town. Um, you know, he didn't pay me for this or anything. Uh, he was 165. I'm a vet; I get a little discount. Uh, so, if you're a veteran, uh, 165 for the year. Uh, go in there, get my appointment done. He gets all the paperwork. Uh, it was phenomenal experience, super, super, you know, thorough. Uh, but it wasn't, you know, I wasn't there for three hours, kind of thing. It was, it was, it was pretty quick and easy uh, as far as that because I've got the paperwork to back it up. And it was, yeah, like I said, 165 for the year. Six month follow up, we're gonna do. It's already included in the price. You know, not all are created equal. Um, definitely, I've seen some out there for four or 500 bucks. And, you know, when you've got a state like ours, you've got to make things cost-effective.
0: All right. I knew we were going to get this text. I think we can knock it out pretty quick. About guns. Yes. <laughs> One, uh, once, you get, <laughs> once you get the card, you can't purchase farms, right? A question mark. It says, but you can keep the ones you have. How does all that work exactly? You can still purchase guns, yes. maybe just not
1: new. <laughs> well, but even that. So yeah, let's, let's anything from your friends, anything you already have, any private gun sales, uh, gun show stuff, anything that's not an FFL license. Yes, that is just throw that out the window. You're good.
0: But there was recent recently a case one here in the uh, what, what district are we in? Federal
1: district. Yeah, two in uh, two in Texas, one in Oklahoma, or two One down in Oklahoma, on the coast here, right? Oh yeah, that one as well
0: you know about about it being illegal for them to ask the question on the form
1: yeah um so uh, again this is the trickier part but it's not so tricky if you think about it on that form it doesn't ask you do you have a medical marijuana card it asks you are you addicted to any substances and it uh, it might list them it might not i can't remember on this i don't form. believe it does but but it, there, in the parentheses it says you know like be mindful or remember that even in a legal state it's still federally illegal well it's kind of my my, my granddaddy was a federal officer for years and he always used to make the joke what son it's it's not the police officer's fault if you tell on yourself that's your fault you know and that's one of those things that because you have a medical privacy with HIPAA and most people that smoked beforehand anyway were already lying on that form just to be honest if you smoke pot you know beforehand smoke cannabis beforehand and you put no on that well you kind of lied on that form already.
0: Yeah, I, I, t- I tell people a lot, especially if you know you're going to consume. Yeah, people are like, "Well, what if I've got a what if I've got a medical marijuana license? And I get pulled over with my guns." Well, state's not going to state's At not going to enforce is not going to enforce federal.
1: No, I, I have, my my cousin's a cop, and I got frustrated about this. Actually, probably last time I was on here, I called him one night. I was like, "What's the practical application of a police officer taking your grandma's vape pen and her pistol?" or a federal officer coming down and enforcing that law. He's like, Mike, it's slim to none. And there's somebody, of course, they brought up, well, what
0: about the Nash's Trace? I'm like, they're not going to.
1: Well, that's still, so, and and I'm glad you brought that up because there are nuances to this. If you got hit on the Nash's Trace, you'd have to go to a federal magistrate, all that, but there is no money to prosecute your case past an arraignment. There are no federal, unless you're into human trafficking or you're trafficking other drugs or guns or something like a massive scale, uh, that that cannabis is a small piece of that charge. There is no money from federal attorneys or federal funds. It's something Obama passed in 08. Interesting. So, so they're not coming to prosecute you.
0: Well, and one of the limits you just have to ask yourself: Would you rather get pulled over with illegal marijuana and a gun, or legal marijuana and a gun?
1: Because I know a lot of people running around with illegal cannabis and, and a gun. And,
0: and you catch a gun and a drug charge combined, or yeah, a drug and a gun charge combined.
1: You're going to be in in a world of trouble with the state, right? But there is no state prosecutor that will add that on if you have a medical card. It's and even if you have some rogue small jurisdiction, it would you die that in appeal. I mean, it would die in appeal. Yep.
0: And and hey, and I'll say all this with this: Tr- trust your government as much as you want to, but <laughs> but you know, never underestimate their ability to make your life a living hell. But it, from a practical sense, here in the state. Uh, it's not. Do not believe based on all I've been told. It's going to be enforced. It's, a state, it's the state.
1: The state ain't going to enforce federal. No, and the state put several parts in the law that specifically address uh, your right to bear arms. It specifically says will not hinder a um, enhanced carry, a concealed carry, and a, a constitutional carry. It also says, and this is great, especially for the single dads out there and single moms. If you're taking your extra child support or back for, for any kind of custody issues, it cannot be used against you in those hearings, nor can it be used against you in a divorce. Somebody, somebody if, tried
0: out in Rankin County a few months ago. Only
1: if you have a card that you get that medical HIPAA protection because of that.
0: Yep. So. All right, let's take a break real quick. Hey, real quick, just got some breaking news. Uh, our friend uh, and hero now, Michael Cassidy, who went and beheaded – the, 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 the satanic statue in the Iowa State Capitol, the guy who ran for Congress, the guy that took Mike Guest to a runoff, the guy that's been on every show on this station, is going to be live tonight on Tucker Carlson's show on X. So uh, tune in if you're a Michael Cassidy fan or you want to hear what his motivations were for decapitating the satanic statue. Tune in to Tucker Carlson on X tonight. I'll be right back with Mike Watkins. We're going to get into the year in review as we wind the as we uh, land the plane for the day here. Of the next few minutes, we'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show here live one three point nine FM WYAB Lakeland Glass and Tent guys, girls. Ladies, let me tell you what your husband wants for Christmas. Other than a gun from Guns and Gear. <laughs> what your husband wants is a ceramic coating on his, on his truck, SUV, or car. And you may not be familiar with exactly what that is, but he is. Trust me on this. Go to Lakeland Glass and Tent. They have gift certificates available for ceramic coatings and window tint. Right now, to the end of the year. off on ceramic coatings. I I, I can't explain to you, after having done that professionally for myself for a year, I cannot explain to you how ridiculous that is. And I I would almost bet that Jason's losing money to run that special, just hoping to get some good word-of-mouth business out of it. Take advantage of that. They have different levels available. Uh, you, at fifty percent off, it, it's it becomes very affordable, very quick. Hey, don't need ceramic coating? Don't see the value in that? I think you're crazy. But okay, how about window tint? They got forty percent off ceramic window tint right now. And you again, you can you can buy a gift certificate and use it for later. Paint protection film. A lot of y'all know what that is. I, I, I'm not here to necessarily explain it all to you. It's like window tint for your car, sort of. For your paint, <clears throat> that's the best way I can describe it. If you don't know, it's a wrap. Thirty percent off, thirty percent off paint protection film <laughs> to the end of the year there at Lakeland Glass and Tent. Uh, get a quote online lakelandglassandtent or just stop by and see them right there in person on Flowwood Drive, right kind of catty cornered from River Oaks Hospital. They have two bit, they have like a two building campus over there. Go by, see them. Amazing facilities. Hey, maybe you just need a windshield. They obviously do that, too. Glass is in the name. That's our, That's right there on Lakeland Drive. Uh, you can't miss it. Lakeland Glass and Tent, where quality matters. Give them a call today, 601-946-1000. All right, Mike Watkins, um, Mississippi Independent Medical. Say it for me. Mississippi Independent Cannabis Association. Thank you. Uh, that's a lot of words for me, <laughs> it, it, Mike, Micah for short. <laughs> Micah, I like it. I like it, yeah. man. Rest in peace, uh, my good friend, Micah Barber.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, so where were we at? Talking about the guns. Is that where we left that off at?
1: Absolutely. So, you know, and to follow up there. You know, there were three court cases recently. You know, you're talking about the one down in South Mississippi as well, uh, where judges have ruled that it is unconstitutional to take away your Second Amendment rights uh, due to a medical cannabis card. You know, the the process is they think that. And, and courts have alluded to um, there being a, a neglectful aspect of cannabis, and in and of itself, it's not neglectful. Yeah, you know, it's the person that is neglectful.
0: Man, look in your mirror ball, and you know, I mean, you're, you're plugged in when it comes to this. Is what you do, yes, sir. Do you see, if for nothing else, a political bargaining chip to? to to curry political favor, going into an election year when Joe Biden is getting his butt beat right now in all the polls, and not to drag you into politics. No, you're good. But just, just do you see this possibly? Are you hearing any scuttlebutt
1: that they could reschedule this thing this year? Well, yeah, like I said, you know the uh, the I believe the HHS and then uh, the uh, FDA have already sent that over. I believe those are the two agencies for rescheduling. Um, I believe it's going over to DEA. Just how. How they redo that and when they redo it is still up in the air, but I could imagine it happening over the next couple of months. Because I'm assuming it's lo- low hanging fruit, you know?
0: As- absolutely. And in a time where they're getting, I mean, just be honest, it, it, not a lot of good has come out of this administration
1: well, that, they, that they can hang their hats on publicly. And I think this is something that most people
0: aren't going to argue.
1: Well, and here's the thing you know, people, you know, scream for, you know, uh, just legalize, just legalize, just legalize. and And that's well and good. But when you federally legalize, then you open the door for Big Pharma to get in. And I would much rather see the states just be allowed to continue on the programs they are and allow for small businesses, because that's that's part of what we do here at MICO. You know, we work with small businesses, we help them network, we help them lobby. You know, we don't necessarily like the idea of having a lobby, but if that's the system we got, we want to make sure that our, our mid-tier to micros, our small Mississippi-based businesses, and even the people that have come from Louisiana's messed up program and, you know, from Tennessee who doesn't have a program, the ones that have moved here and, and wanted to create a, a solid, you know, community and, you know, keep their money here and hire Mississippians. You know, we want to make sure that those people still have a job here in 24 months. We want to make sure that they have a thriving industry for the patients over the next 24 months. Because if you don't have a good industry, you know, that, that sucks for the patients because usually you're left with three big ass companies they monopolize. They jack the prices up. There's just there's not much competition, innovation, and, and price cutting, which you know it helps the bottom line of the patient. Because like you said, this this can be expensive.
0: You know, you let big pharma come in, and then it's a lot like a lot like what happened when with all the micro brews, you know, your 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 Budweiser, your Anheuser Bushes of the world start buying up all those micro brews, and you, and you and you lose that personal feeling you lose that personal relationship it's like i'll never forget when they bought uh whichever one of them was that bought rolling rock and moved it out of latrobe pennsylvania right
1: and it never tasted the same it's no longer in the gas line tanks of old latrobe yeah yeah well you know I, i'll bring up an analogy here so mama hamels okay love me some mama hamels I, i'm actually shoot, i might go to eat there here when i get out of here but if anybody ever went to the old mama hamels in that house over by the oh yeah uh, yeah that was a different level of soul that that they put in that food. Well, let, me, a, let me hit a South Jackson reference here. When they moved Scotty's from Terry Road to
0: Byram, ooh, and they, they changed the grease. Yes.
1: Yeah, country Fried Steaks was never the same. No, absolutely, absolutely not. So, you know, again, keeping our Mississippi craft growers, are our, our, our heart and soul of this industry, you know, there's room for the Nike and the Adidas, you know, but Crocs and Hey Dudes and On Clouds have room, too, and that's kind of the way we look at this, so... We want to continue to, to support that growth and and uh, just work for our, our Mississippi-based and small businesses.
0: All right. Let, let's do this. We, we, we ran over on one of our segments. Let's, year, take a break. let's take a break real quick, come back. And I want to hear what you guys have accomplished this year. Absolutely. It, it's been a lot. Y'all had, y'all had a good year. Let's celebrate it. we got Mike Watkins in the studio. If you guys got any questions, any text, 769-241-1944 is the Guns and Gear text line. Phone line, 601 879 Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios. Guys, I finally got a new shirt design. Got some being printed now. I'm going to put an order in uh, tomorrow. I was going to get X amount made anyway and just try to sell them. But I decided to kind of throw it out to the public, and see if you guys try to get some specific orders. So if you're interested in the design, it says F A F O, just like GI Joe logo, and it says Clay will show up under it. Looks really cool. Uh, the shirts are going to be black, kind of a tri-blend soft shirt, uh, athletic kind of fitting. Uh, you don't, you're just saying, you know, you can get a larger size if you don't like it being too snug. But let me know. If you're interested, you want to see the design, want to see the logo, it's all over my social media. I can shoot you a picture of it on the Guns and Gear text line. Uh, shoot me a text, 769-241-1944. I got some stickers coming, To Buy a shirt, get a free sticker, or just buy a sticker. Whatever works best for you. shirt's going to be around 30 bucks. Uh, hey, blame Joe Biden, not me. Things are high. Cost of living's high. Uh, real quick, this segment... Is going to be brought to you by someone other than me trying to sell you shirts. <laughs> <laughs> my pure air consultant or pure air consultants, hey, look, man, you know right now if your heat is on the fritz, you know it in the evenings and morning times. It was 59 degrees in my house when I woke up this morning. Now, I love that. Um, other people would say I'm crazy. My uh, my old buddy Marvell used to would say, it's, some, it's something, his teeth would be chattering. He'd be like, it's something wrong with you. <laughs> it's so cold in here. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Pure Air Consultants is celebrating their 20th anniversary of delivering exceptional heating and cooling systems to central Mississippi, and they want to offer you a rare gift, a free labor warranty for five years. Are you tired of expensive heating, furnace repairs, or high utility bills? Specialties at Pure Air Consultants include heater installation, furnace installation, Heater repair, furnace repair, heating maintenance, heat pumps, heat recovery, ventilator installation, new construction build, thermostat installation, and more. What could they possibly do more? I think I just ran them. They built a house. (laughs) It means they they can do it all. Let's see here. Financing is available. Contact them today at mypureairconsultants.com. Mypureairconsultants.com. Ream a new degree of comfort. Man, those guys located right there in Pearl. I passed by their shop the other day. I'm like, "Hey, that's my sponsors there. Uh, good folks, man." All right, we got Mike Watkins here in the studios. Mike, uh, we've talked a lot about you know kind of the low hanging fruit type topics, which I love. I could we could we could do this all day. Absolutely, we could have, we could dive into that gun topic knee deep <laughs> and not come out for a month. But <laughs> at the end of the day, it is what it is.
1: Tell us some of the things you guys have accomplished this year. Absolutely. Well, let me give you some stats real quick. You know, so we've got about 31,000 patients uh, as of now, uh, uh, official from from statewide. Yeah, absolutely. This is from the health department. Um, You know, 189 caregivers, uh, you know, medical professionals that do this, about uh, 313. You've got almost 400 businesses. So that's 189-ish dispensaries in some form of being open. Um, And then you've got the rest uh, being, you know, microcultivators is the largest category, 70, cultivators, 67, microprocessors, 8, processors, 17, disposal entities, 6. Now, not any independents, but those are like your bigger companies have their own disposal. And then 28 transportation companies. What is disposal? So, disposal would be like, uh, you know, so think of a plant when it goes through puberty. That's when it goes to flower and starts actually making THC. So, once it gets to that stage, you can't just burn and, and, and incinerate that product because you have a, it's valuable. Plus, right. it's intoxicating, so you want to make sure is disposed of properly. Things like that. Medical, gotcha. medical waste disposal kind of Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Absolutely.
0: So, w- would you
1: say that the, uh, is the industry healthy right now? Uh that is a, a loaded question. And I, I'd honestly have to say no. Um, the, the industry is doing okay. There are people that are making money, depending on what aspect you're in. But there are large companies and, and really even small ones uh, that are kind of bleeding out right now. Um, the, the issue is that in our hopes for a free market, we've got an uncapped market Um, but it is not a free market in the sense that, you know, anybody can buy. So there is a bottleneck there. Um, What what do you think the magic bullet is other than
0: adult use?
1: um, Other than adult use, uh, more education. You know, what we're doing right now, talking about the Second Amendment, understanding that, you know, it's your medical privacy, you can buy a second amendment, you can buy a gun. Um, You know, getting protections in place for patients where you don't have to choose between your livelihood. And your medical treatments as far as cannabis versus pills and cannabis versus your job. Um, you also, uh, you know, more education when it comes to the practical application of weaning you off of your pain pills. A lot of people are, are thinking, and a, and a lot of doctors are making people choose between their pain pills that they've been on for 5, 10, 20 years uh, and medical cannabis. Some, unfortunately, I've heard stories of uh, doctors refusing people their opioids entirely and making them just go on medical cannabis which can be very 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 difficult we well, yeah, trying to quit opioids cold turkey
0: you or know any substance without
1: you know without weaming down and the health department's official position you know at a meeting uh actually as a matter of fact we're going to have a Advisory committee meeting coming up soon, but uh, uh, that's tomorrow at the state capitol. Uh, feel free to tune in. Check out www.micams.org. Uh, uh, we'll post a link up there. Um, but it's um, at that committee meeting, we're going to talk about a lot of this stuff and, and just try to dial in some of the things that we've got going on this year. So,
0: I think once they add, they actually add anxiety yes. and, and sleep yes. to the symptoms. Yes. I it's, think that. I think that's a... That's going to be a magic bullet, uh, a different level. But then, then that then that gets my attention. Yeah, I'm like, okay, can I replace my Ambien with this as as an actual not having to and not having to go and you know, and lie and get it for an alternative reason and actually be able to go and say, hey, I take Ambien to sleep. I don't want to take that anymore. I would like to try medical uh, cannabis, uh, a gummy a night before bed, whatever the, you know the case may be. I think that's going to open it up a lot. And of course. I was shocked to find out that anxiety wasn't one of the prescribing symptoms.
1: Well, anxiety is a tricky one. Uh, you know, high-dose THC without the CBD and the um, – you know, think about it like this. Uh, THC is the gas, CBD is the brake, and terpenes are your steering wheel. Okay. You know, um, so without the CBD to kind of dial you in and the terpene profile to dial you in, um, it, it can lead to um, – Exacerbated issues with mental health patients, uh, schizophrenia, people like that. So you want to be very cautious with that. You know, high dose THC is not for everybody. It's not a miracle.
0: Well, but, no. Look, and I will say this: uh, I, I always kind of wondered why people would take it for anxiety, but I've always heard it makes people relax. It now well, it makes me just want to be unhigh as quick as I can.
1: A lot of people get super paranoid, and that's what people forget. You know, THC alone will can induce paranoia. Can yeah. can give you anxiety. So it's the, you know, like Southern Sky's got a great brand, a uh, great uh, product, uh, Blunicorn, and a few others that are, you know, 18 to 22% THC, but got a good terpene profile. And so they'll give you that, that you know, uh, euphoric feeling that you need without the anxiety of, they're watching me, you know, yeah. kind of thing.
0: Uh,
1: that's interesting. What else you got going on? Uh, absolutely. So we're also working on... You know, the bill we've got uh, solid. We're looking at uh, changing some of the the, the the positions on it. So weekly purchasing limits, you know, you I can go get, you know, 30, 45, 90 days worth of uh, fentanyl p- patches or, or opioids or Xanax, but you have to get uh, seven days worth of cannabis and that's it. Uh, we've got a paraplegic. Uh, she's a phenomenal lady. She's going to speak tomorrow at the meeting. Uh, kind of go through the process of what all it takes for her to get loaded up and taken care of. Her mother's a vet. Phenomenal, phenomenal ladies just about how much of a pain in the butt it is to go get your cannabis versus being able to go get your deadly opioids. I mean, I could have gone legally to go pick up her prescription from Rite Aid uh, on my way to her house to visit, but I couldn't pick up her cannabis. Yeah. Uh, and, and one of those should be really protective because they can kill people, and the other one's never really killed anybody.
0: Yeah, I, I, and look, I believe, I've was, I was talked you know, to different lawmakers about this, uh, Fred Shanks, others. You know, I think you'll see the 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 restrictions w- come off this somewhat absolutely. as the new wears off and as people realize that uh, reefer madness hasn't taken over and people start to see the benefits and word of mouth starts carrying it just you know it just feels like when you're in it especially people that are in the industry and whose livelihoods depend on this it can never happen fast enough
1: absolutely and you know we're starting to see from the state. Uh, you know, uh, director levels at the health department and everything, they're, they're willing to work with us on a lot of things. I mean, they really are. They put a program together in four months in record time. So let's say we're going on about 18 months for cultivation, before, you know, when they start putting the first plants in ground, uh, end of January, beginning of February, I believe was the first sale of medical cannabis uh, last year. So we're coming up on that year mark. So we, we've made strides in a real quick, you know, time frame. Um, but there are certain things that for the patient's sake – we would like to see increased. Uh, we would like to see – have some of the, the handcuffs taken off of it. I think we've proven this year that nobody's out there selling weed out the back door. Nobody's – nobody's no. there's no hippies out there growing stuff, sending it across state lines. Uh, if there are cases of things like that, I know of one dispensary. I was going to say, that, one, got one guy popped. got in trouble. Well, that just shows the program works. You know, you're not going to be able to bring in out-of-market, out-of-state – illegal, untagged metric, you know, out of metric products and sell them through your legal dispensary or through your legal cultivation or processing and not get caught. I've deal with these systems all day long and don't get me wrong, there's probably people smarter than me that can game some things, but overall between each company having to talk to each other, it's gonna come out in the wash and you're gonna get caught. Good. Yeah. And that's one thing that we try to do is not be like Oklahoma and have the number one state for diversion, which Oklahoma is which that means more black market weed comes from Oklahoma than any other place in the country. It,
0: it was used as the as the the scare tactic, absolutely, to try to keep this out of here,
1: wasn't it? But unfortunately, I feel like in the unintended consequences of government regulation in the in the attempt to not be like Oklahoma, we've created a lot of metric that are like Oklahoma. We have a huge supply without a huge patient base. We have a lot of people that have put money in and had the operating costs to last for 12 months or so 24 months but the patient numbers aren't there so they're not able to sell so I don't know in the next couple of months if the patient numbers don't get up you're going to have some people making some hard choices.
0: Yeah I think that and Kelly uh, Williams of Kelly's Green Love her. Love she, her. You know, she she had brought up the point early on when I first started uh, talking with her a good bit and Chad King and. Love me some Chad. They're awesome people man. Yeah I went re- to high school re- with Chad. Re- really really love those folks and they say it's going to be very hard for just a dispensary mm-hmm. to make. You're, you're going to Absolutely. have to be. You're going to have to be fully vertical at,
1: at some point
0: to, to really make it in this, right?
1: Or, or figure out a co-op model, you know, uh, where you're working directly with certain cultivators and certain processors and things like that, and, and they're working with certain dispensaries. But yeah, you know, that, that's one thing that I love about this industry is we've got a really great community. Uh, you know, again, check us out online, mica.org. Um, we just had our annual event. Uh, you know, over 200 people. You know, 60 companies from across the state. So Micah, M I C A. Yes, sir. M I C A. Okay. Uh, Micah M S M I C A M S. Dot org. Uh, we uh, you know, we try to bridge the gap and build a community here. You know, besides the military, uh, this is one of the few industries that I've gotten in where you've got like-minded people who really, you know are willing to put in the work and, and, and move forward. Because we know how much of a task this is. But in the end, we believe in it we see the, the, the value in it. And it's helping people all across the country, all across the world. All right, let's take a break real quick, come back with Mike Watkins, uh, land the plane for the
0: day. If you got any last-minute questions here, shoot them into the Guns of Gear text line, 769-241-1944. We're talking about medical marijuana in Mississippi. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're here live in the studio this morning with my good friend, Mr. Mike Watkins, discussing the medical cannabis industry here in The Sip. Mike, let's run through guns and gear text real quick. Absolutely. Let's see if we got anything. Uh, the boy says, I can't, they really want know about it. I don't know exactly what that is in reference to. Uh, David says, Oh, these are about shirts. All right, we are actually, uh, well, maybe an early question. Because I don't think I'll ever go back to drinking. Okay, all right, we're we're caught up on everything on the uh, on the guns and gear text line. Thank you to everybody who texted in this morning, and the the calls were great as well. Yeah, absolutely. Something we were just discussing during the break, Mike. We got two minutes. Is I don't want to get into the 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 measurement thing, uh, trying to the accounting issue. That's that's too too deep of a topic. But only being able to get one week at a time. Right. When you go to you you like you can't get a month
1: of medicine. So you got potentially pretty ill people.
0: Especially Absolutely. people, you know, cancerous
1: people, cancer, having AIDS, to get out once a week, paraplegics, not mobile. Again, I've got a girl in a wheelchair. she's, she's got a handicapped van. Um, it's it takes a lot. It takes for a, a lot for a bedridden patient. And not everybody's got a caregiver. Not everybody's on hospice. Not everybody's got palliative care. Um, so it can take a lot. So again, I can get forty five days worth of opioids, but I can't get seven days worth of cannabis. Uh, that doesn't make sense. No. No, that, uh, that that that's something. Doesn't.
0: That's something they need to work on. And and again, you knew this it, was
1: going to be over restrictive. Absolutely, absolutely. But I think we've earned the right to be able to uh to have a little bit of leeway. I think the the program's working, I think the patients are advocating well. And I you know, and again, like you said earlier, there's not the clutching of the pearls. You know, this has been here, you know, since sixty five for what, three years now we've been talking about this, four years now we've been talking about this as far as the build up for all that. So this is not a new thing. Mm. Uh being able to dial this program in being able to work on some of the restrictions, loosen some of the things as we go on, that' we hope to do every single year. Our legislature, you know, as much as we may not agree on one issue or the other, they have been working with us left and right and been really phenomenal in a lot of this. So I, I, I can't, you know, Lee Ancy, Kevin Blackwell, um, uh, Joey Fillingame, uh, you know, Nicole Boyd, a, a lot of our senators and, and, and House representatives have just been absolutely phenomenal on working with a lot of this. So can't thank them enough. Uh, and you were going to say if people see their their uh, state rep out and about, absolutely, that's the best thing you can do. One again, check out our website mica.org. dot um, org. That's m i c a dot org. Uh, or, I'm sorry, m s dot org um, to see how you can get more involved as an individual. And then you know, calling your local senators, your local house representatives, letting know letting them know that we should have equal protections. You know, you shouldn't you shouldn't be able to get mo- more opioids than you can cannabis. You know, as far as a medical patient, it should be kind of a level playing field.
0: All right, Mike Watkins, thank you for coming in today, brother. Guys, don't forget, market tomorrow night, 6 p.m., Clay Edwards Show, second annual Christmas party, burgers, blues, barbecue. Coming up next, Americans for Prosperity here on WYAB.
1: Thanks for listening. Tune
0: in
2: tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9. W-Y-A-B